Welcome to Ask the Guru, the podcast where we ask the big questions like, who am I and why am I here? Thank you so much for joining me on the quest for the answers. Welcome back to Ask the Guru. So we are on to chapter two um, of Hidden in Plain Sight. So if you missed chapter one, you can go back and find that. Um, You could also just start right here. Um, So chapter two is a continuation of this journey of the enfoldment of self and stepping back into your power. Again, the book is titled Hidden in Plain Sight, Your Journey to Remembering. So this is truly what we are going to do. We are going to uncover what has been hidden all along right there in plain sight. And the goal is that you will sort of remember that you'll come back together with these aspects of self that maybe have been a little bit broken or fractured or separated in some way. And we tend to know this separation has emerged within us when we start to feel a little bit ungrounded, like we're not standing on solid foundation. You know, there's turbulence in our emotions. We don't necessarily feel uh, confident that we are here present, creating, living fully in our power and our purpose. So chapter two, again, continues this journey. And we are going to break down those three aspects of self that it is so incredibly important that not only do we merge or integrate, but that we sort of have a deep understanding of what they are. So let's begin. Chapter two is titled, You, Your Mind and Your Body. The mind is the master over all matter, including your body. To master life and manifest health and youthful vitality, a good home and loving relationships, you must first learn to master your mind. The knowledge of the power within your own mind to create the life of your dreams has been suppressed and this has led to suffering. The ancient rishis believed that all suffering was a product of something they called Maya. Maya being the powerful force that creates the cosmic illusion that the phenomenal world is real. This disillusionment of the mind has caused you for to forget that life is merely a dream and you are the dreamer. This knowledge, like shining a light into a dark room, will awaken you from that spell. And once awakened, you will be liberated from suffering as all suffering is born and healed in the mind. Once the veil of darkness has been removed, you will know freedom from lack, scarcity, limitation, and desire, as they are all born out of this illusion. Being caught in the spell of Maya is like being locked in a cage, forgetting that you have the key. So to start the process of remembering, like placing yourself back together, you must begin by understanding the relationship between the three aspects of self. These aspects being you, your mind, and your body. These very distinct aspects of self can exist independently or interdependently of one another. When unified, the spell of Maya is broken and and you break free of the cage and discover the limitless world that was there all along, hidden in plain sight. Let me explain it like this. You, You can direct your mind. 
guiding it to think, find solutions, etc. And the mind can behave like a puppet master, directing the body. Therefore, there is a you, there is a mind, and there is a body. Three distinct aspects of self which can function whether the system is unified or not. I mean, your body can move, breathe, talk, and do even when you aren't consciously directing it. Do you sometimes feel like you're drifting through life on autopilot? I mean, we can all relate to times when we get in the car and arrive at a destination with no memory of the drive. This is how most of us drift through a significant part of our lives. We, I mean, try and remember what you had for lunch yesterday. Your life can be stuck on repeat, cycling through the same day over and over with few distinctions of conscious choices. When you are not fully present in the moment, integrated in the body, there's an autopilot program that takes over so that you don't crash. And when you're not present, experiencing life through the five senses and consciously directing the mind, your autonomic nervous system and subconscious mind take over, animating your body and keeping your life playing out. Your body pulls out an old program and plays it again and again. When we are learning something new, we're present. Watch children. They can be consumed by little things that fade into the background for us. Like, they may play with a drop of water on a leaf, completely entertained and fully present, while we might look at it and drift into a story of when we used to play with water on leaves. When you learn to drive, you were very present. But once you learned, and it became something that you were so familiar with that it just became part of that background noise, you shifted right into autopilot. Consider this quote by Mother Teresa, one of my favorite quotes. She says, Do ordinary things with extraordinary love. This is what we see when we watch that child looking at the drop of water and the leaf. They are fully present, immersed in the moment. And, and in that space, they are complete and whole. And they have an energy that is love. It is, it is full presence. Imagine doing your day-to-day -day routine fully present like this. You're brushing your teeth with extraordinary love. Just like that child looking at the water on the leaf, you're there brushing your teeth with that same presence. You're not just unconsciously drifting into, you know, doing a chore, but you're, you're there. You're feeling the toothbrush moving over your teeth, and you're thinking about the desired outcome while fully present through the five senses. You're tasting the toothpaste, you're smelling it, you're feeling it, you're seeing and hearing all of the things. And, and you're there knowing why you're doing it. You're fully present and wanting to reveal a result. And the result is not getting rid of the junk, but instead revealing healthy teeth. In this way, you would train yourself to be present. And through presence, you can change your expected outcome from what you've been programmed to expect to what you want to expect. So... Try doing ordinary things with extraordinary love today. Maybe start washing your dishes and, and be there in love. Instead of wanting to get it over with and shifting into autopilot, you're so present with your dishes that 
your thinking thoughts of love and gratitude that you're so grateful you have these dishes you're so grateful that you have the food that dirtied the dishes and and be in that place of extraordinary love and watch how your life changes do you ever wonder how it is that you can be in that autopilot like like how you could have driven the car and just arrived but not necessarily aware of the drive how does your body walk talk and do while you're not present directing the outcome your autopilot system or autonomic nervous system is a control system that acts largely unconsciously and regulates bodily functions such as heart rate, digestion, respiratory rate, pulmonary response, urination, and even sexual arousal. See, this is the primal instinct. This is what is considered the bare basics. It is merely there to keep you alive and nothing more. How can we be in that state where autonomic nervous system is taken over and it is what is running the bodily functions and subconscious mind is now directing how you're going to interact and move through life? So then how do you make decisions, act, even work? This is where the subconscious mind comes in. It is a pre-written program that is designed to live in the background as a filter for your experiences. It makes your choices and decisions for you based on your past experiences, preferences, or information that's gathered about your role or identity. If, if you're not directing the mind, it automatically takes over, playing either a reel of your past or a fear of your uncertain future. It's, imagine it, your subconscious mind like a television. You know, the television can play movies, but it cannot write the movies. Your subconscious is not consciously creating, it is just playing old reels that you previously downloaded into the program labeled your life experience. This is why we seem to li live or relive the same mistakes, relationships, lack over and over, unable to break free of the patterns. Full integrations of the three aspects of self is necessary if you intend to consciously create and open the doors to a new life experience. Because we spend so much time outside of our bodies, we are rarely actively creating and writing our lives. Most of our lives are spent recycling and reliving what has been pre-programmed. If what is being replayed is a trauma or painful experience, this can create intense suffering. Look at the story of your life. You may discover that most of it is a blur, distilled down to a few climactic moments of full integration and presence, or what we are referring to as extraordinary love. These moments of extraordinary love, they, they felt like breakthroughs, and they are often described as shifts, like climactic moments, you know, aha moments, that suddenly everything changes from that moment forward. Are you ready to not only experience a shift right now, but to awaken to a whole new paradigm where you could potentially change your program and redirect your whole life to a new path filled with abundance and joy? If so, acceptance that you are not your mind is imperative as the first step towards integration. This realization occurs by recognizing that the mind, if left unattended, will think independently of you. 
The program it uses, again, to create the thoughts is a large storehouse of all your past regrets or future fears because that is all that your mind is capable of without you directing it into the present moment and then actively uploading new information. Since your subconscious mind is a large contributor of your overall life experience, let's get a greater understanding of what it really is. So, in essence, it is made up of a compilation of stories, ideas, perceptions, and beliefs gathered from your cells and DNA at birth and all of your experiences since then. A large part of your subconscious mind was being formed and developed in the first seven years of your life. This is when your brain waves were much slower in delta and theta, and the mind is wide open and absorbing like a sponge. As you grew, you became more discerning and began looking for patterns and categorizing, causing your brain waves to speed up. Eventually, the mind shifted from absorbing to using the already established beliefs to observe patterns and filter your experiences. This ultimately became your perception of what is happening and your role in it. You can see how you may limit your perception based on what other people may have placed into your program or subconscious mind. When you're not integrated, present, and consciously directing your mind, your default state will shift into this program, whether you want it to or not. Choose moments throughout your day where you pause and ask yourself, am I present? Am I here now? We all have those times when the repetition of life causes us to slip into autopilot. This happens often when driving until someone slams on their brakes or a car horn honks and you're jolted into presence. It it sort of feels like paddles hitting your heart and a jolt of electricity rushing through you as you snap back into reality. What if you were able to stay interested and present even if you had driven the same path thousands of times? Why do we slip into the unconscious and allow our autopilot to take over? I often wonder when the subconscious is operating and you have separated, if, if it's possible for you to go too far and eventually the power cord becomes unconnected and this is when we get jolted back into reality. It's, it's like a nature's electrical paddles zapping life back into your body and, and again pulling you present. See, the only place your physical body can ever be is in the now. The mind was designed to learn and expand, and because of this, it was given the ability to drift into the past using memory and the future using imagination. But again, these are the most primal, basic instincts of your human mind and body. To access higher intelligence and live life as it was intended, you must learn to access presence by mastering your mind. Through presence and integration, the information field that contains all that has ever been becomes available. Access to this field doesn't require access to this field doesn't require integration or presence, but if you wish to use this field to create that which is beyond what you have already experienced, integration is necessary before you access it. Through integration, the mind is actively connected to this information field and simultaneously translating whatever inspiration it grabs into tangible steps. 
The lack of understanding of the power you hold at your fingertips is the only thing that is holding you back from limitless abundance, joy, and freedom. See, you have underestimated your power and misused this incredible interface between you and your physical experience. It is like having a laptop computer that can access the internet for updates and information, but you're, you're unaware how to get online, download, and sync. You can only use the computer with its original programming while unable to change, grow, or learn. To connect your mind to this information field where all is available and translate it into your experience, you must first access the present moment. From full presence, you can consciously direct the mind into the memory or into a dream of a desired future. How do you begin practicing this union of mind and body? Start by reducing sensory input. Maybe sitting still and closing your eyes. Then take a breath and think. I am here now, and I am noticing the sound of, and then tune into the sounds around you. Take another breath. Think the thought, I am here now, and I'm feeling the sensation of blank on my skin. I am here now. And you continue doing this with all five senses, bringing the mind into the moment. Start to feel your body. Feel your feet, feel your hands. See if you can tune into the vibration. Notice the sensation of your body in that moment. Keep tuning into sounds around you. And then think, I am here with all aspects of me fully present in this moment. I am here in my body, feeling my body. Mastery of this will eventually become a gateway into mastering creation. Taking time to fully sit and get present, feeling presence, over and over again, coming back into your body, demanding full presence, mind and body, and noticing where you are and what you are currently experiencing. I do this when I take a walk and I'm, wherever I am, I, I'll say, I am here now and I'm noticing the grass. And, and then I'll tune into the grass and, and notice uh, one blade of grass. I'll, I'll really zero into it like that child with the leaf. And then I'll say, I am here now and I'm noticing the air on my skin, the coolness of it or the warmth of it. I'm noticing the sweat accumulated. Wh whatever it is that is bringing me into that moment. And I keep doing that. And it is a, a conscious effort. It doesn't happen on its own. On its own, especially since I've walked so many times, this is not new to me, I, I don't need to be present. So I will slip into the subconscious autopilot. But if I want to be fully integrated and mastering creation, I have to try and be present to what is, not allowing myself to slip into autopilot. This is something that is a mastery. It is something you have to consciously direct over and over again. When you are not directing it, um, again, notice that the body will start to feel the separation. It will notice the way that you know that you are not integrated, that you are not fully present, and that autopilot has shifted into play is because you'll start to feel it and experience it through your emotions. The separation of you and body will be something is tangible in your emotions or 
energy in motion. This is what emotion is. E stands for energy in motion. So we can feel the energy or turbulence of emotions. See, separation creates the feeling of, of being unsafe or unsteady. It's like, it's like removing a foundation. We aren't present. And the body translates this turbulence through emotions. The stronger the emotion, we can assume that the further away from integration and conscious presence you are. Just like the further away from the shore you get, the water gets deeper and the waves get stronger. Imagine emotions in the same way. They are there signaling to you that you are not present. You have separated, drifted off into that, the deep waters. Some of the different types of emotions will tell you whether or not the mind has drifted into the past or drifted into the future. When the mind is in the past, the body will feel stuck, heavy, weighed down. And the unprocessed energy will become feelings of regret, guilt, or sadness. When the mind is imagining the future, feelings of fear, angst, or worry emerge. Either way, they're all taking away from the solid foundation of now, available through presence. When accessing the present moment, you're in your body. You are in acceptance of what is, and the mind is free to consciously create. Spend time in the state of presence. So much time in that state that you begin to see clearly that all is truly just an illusion. See, anything outside of what you are experiencing when you are fully present is just an illusion. And the mastery comes from playing the game of life consciously present. This is the place where intentional creation can happen. In presence, you can utilize the union of mind and body to create, manifest any outcome you can conceive and believe is possible. You, you can create a spontaneous healing or rejuvenate the body or open the door to new opportunities in life, all from mastering integration or presence in the why why then do we separate why don't we just stay integrated what causes us to separate and forget I mean life causes you to get caught in this net of illusion you forget who you really are and get sucked into the dramas of life playing out from the subconscious mind and you become the observer from that space you feel powerless as you watch life happen to you you must demand your position of power again. Say, I am here in the now, and this is my body. I demand perfect health, and that all my cells rejuvenate and heal. I am here in my creation, in my body, and I'm choosing to create. Then, in full faith that it has already happened, say or think, I know that all is working out for the highest and best good of all and that things will work out in a magical way resulting in more money, love, happiness and I am even capable of imagining from the limited view of the mind. So here's a recap of again chapter two. Our recap is essentially that there are three aspects of self that there is you, there is the mind, and there is the body. And these three aspects of self can work independently or interdependently. So we recognize subconscious mind can take over and you can shift into autopilot. And we have an autonomic nervous system that will keep the body functioning as the mind drifts into the past or into the future. 
So we can literally be here without being here. And so from that place, we are not connected to the infinite space or infinite possibilities. We are simply reliving what has already been programmed. So if we want to shift into something greater, we have to learn to master first occupying this moment fully integrated, all aspects of self present in your body in the now. And then from that place, we can hope that we experience something called inspired presence. This is magic. Inspired presence is, it's similar to what we feel uh, through meditation. Um, I like to describe it like sleep. Um, because a lot of people think meditation is something that you do, but it really isn't. It's something that happens. Just like sleep is not something that we do, it's something that happens. We can't teach somebody how to sleep. We can just provide all the perfect circumstances. We can, you know, set them up into a bed, turn the lights off, have them close their eyes, and then we hope sleep happens. The same thing is true in meditation. We sit in meditation we close our eyes, we try and focus the mind, we try and do all of the things and, you know, minimizing distractions and, and you hope meditation happens. And when it does, it's like magic, right? And the same thing is true when we're living life and we learn how to live it from a place of presence, of integration, eventually magic can happen and it's called inspired presence where you awaken to a whole new world where you suddenly feel alive and I am going to talk a little bit about what that looks like the miracle of living from that place in chapter three so I look forward to meeting you there I'm also going to be uploading um, a meditation that will help with finding this and accessing this integration, this full presence. It's something that I would urge you to do so that you can feel what it feels like to be fully present. And um, again, as always, I love to hear your comments. Please, you know, feel free to let me know what you think. And I hope you have an amazing day. Much love.